Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Everybody and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver, and I'm here with my partner in crime and sister and, what do I say, co-host, mm-hmm. Christy Brower. Yeah. Hello. Hey. How's it going? Well, you know, we've had kind of a shitty day, haven't we? We have, yes. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. We're going to try to be happy and upbeat while we're here, but we've not had a fun day. Yeah, we learned a little while ago that a dear cousin of ours passed this morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was just a little older than us, uh, but it's been a part of our lives, all our lives. Yeah. One of those people that would never, ever, ever be cruel or unkind, even though the world was so damn unkind to her, it's hard to imagine. But yeah. she was an angel on this earth. So, yeah, yeah, we're just really sad to hear it and sad for her kids. But yeah, anyway, definitely. yeah, it's a death is a part of life, right? Well, it is. It is. And, you know, we we know that maybe better than most, mm-hmm. <laughs> considering the first person we lost in our lives was our little brother when yeah. I was three and you were one and a half. So yeah. we've had a lot of death in our we lives. Have. We certainly know the reality of that. Yeah. So we're pretty sad. So if everybody wants to just send a little prayer to Becky's family, that would be greatly appreciated. Sure yeah. would. Surely would. I was thinking about her, about a situation. She was desperately poor. She was on disability because she had uh, debilitating migraines and mm-hmm. has had since she was in high school and yeah. just really, you know, just got by and had two really, really sweet kids. And a few years ago, another cousin of ours uh, was getting married and was uh, like the ultimate bridezilla about it about everything like it was yes. very difficult very difficult she's she's a challenging person yeah. and this cousin this wonderful human of ours who i uh, and it was uh it was a same sex wedding which you know it doesn't phase us but a lot of our family is you know deeply embedded embedded in mormonism and you know they don't right. accept that and they're not good about it so you know this particular cousin had a pretty small group of family members that were willing to come to her wedding and support her and mm-hmm. our dear cousin Becky was one of them, you know, who mm-hmm. loved her no matter what and was super good to her. But when it came close to the day of the wedding, Becky had made a comment in the Facebook group that she just didn't have enough gas to come. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, fuel was deeply rationed because, you know, she was living on disability and just just barely living. Right. Anyway, this cousin went crazy on her. Yeah. about she, she should have planned better she should have saved her money she should have whatever and I Christy and I were both ready to go to war over it because no, uh, one talks yeah. to, no one talks to our Becky that way I don't care if it's your wedding or not you know right and so we had both messaged Becky and been like okay so I'm gonna kick her ass you know yeah. <laughs> and she her response was no 
There are so few people in the world who love her. I don't care what she says to me. We're not going to do that. We're going to love her anyway. And we're going to let this go. And I was so deeply touched by that and learned a lot from that because I was ready to knock that girl unconscious. Yeah, I was too. I was too. I was like, forget that. She's going down. Yeah. yeah, That is just the kind of person that Becky was though. The most unconditionally loving person. Um, Mm -hmm. And then of course we tried to give her money to, uh, you know, for gas for her car or offered to come and get her. And she said, you know, truly, my migraines are really bad and I don't think I can really make it. It's just not going to be in the cards. And she didn't come and it was fine. You know, it was, it was whatever. But uh, I was amazed at that because it was, it was astonishingly rude. The way it it was, it was absolutely shockingly, astonishingly rude. And she was the one, you know, that was like, Mm -hmm. Nope, Nope. She, and it's true. This other cousin is, uh, has an extremely challenging situation herself and is quite mentally ill. And, you know, she, she just wasn't going to fight back and and stop loving her over that, you know? Yeah, I know. Anyway, she really, she really taught us something that day. Oh man. It was, it was very humbling because we were like, Oh, mm-hmm. that's it. The gloves yeah. are off. You're going down, Brittany. You're going yeah. down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> grass for this. Oh, I was yeah. so mad at her for that. But you know, I anyway, but that was the kind of person she was. I mean, she, loved everybody unconditionally. She always did. And even if she didn't agree with you, she would love you. Even if she didn't like you or what you were up to, she would love you. It's just how she always was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But she leaves behind a 19 year old daughter who is an angel. She, uh, I used to take care of her in my daycare years ago when she was really little darling girl and a son that's, uh, yeah, it's a big loss, big loss to this world and to that family. Yeah. Yeah. So boo. And it wasn't to COVID in case you're wondering. It wasn't. It was, she just didn't wake up this morning. Yeah, she didn't. So sorry if we're a little less bubbly than our usual self. We we might get there. We might. You know, this is therapy for sure. So anyway. Say welcome to Jari. I recently found you guys and love your channel. Welcome. So nice to have you here. Absolutely. And we do have some things to share tonight. So uh, first of all, you know, our pack question of the night, what did you make for dinner? I haven't made anything for dinner. (laughs) I haven't eaten yet. We haven't made anything. My wife keeps (laughs) saying, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you want for dinner? I don't know. You know, we're having one of those, those standoffs. I'm Uh like, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Maybe we're just going to have leftovers or maybe I'll just eat a piece of cheese. I have no idea. (laughs) I've got nothing tonight. Yeah, I hear that. I, I have this here, uh, Diet Dr. Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a lemonade. That's how far I've gotten. Yeah. Well, I well I have some chicken on the stove. I have some low-carb uh, tortillas that I was going to cut up into chips, you know, and just bake into mm. or like put in the air fryer and just make nachos out of that. So that's yeah. my plan. Yeah. Well, there you anyway, go. What, what did y'all make for dinner? It's always an important question. And they will be lame ass nachos because I actually don't have, I need to go to the grocery store, in other words, but <laughs> I haven't wow. done that either. So, well, there you go. I have not left my house this week. I just don't want to. I, you know, you just have those, like, it's not a bad thing. I'm totally happy at home. But uh, I have like showered every morning and put on clean pajamas. I feel like, like when the, uh, the lockdown started, that's like mm-hmm. where I've been this week. <laughs> You put yourself back not. in lockdown now. Yeah, you're going school. back to your jammies. You're not going to, yeah. 
Well, and actually, we've had some exciting stuff happen this week. Uh, You guys, some of you know that my daughter that's a senior is a softball player and has worked immensely hard to go on. She wants to play college softball. Her brother plays college Mm -hmm. football, and she really wants to be a college softball player. And honestly, has been working hard for this goal since she was seven. But here we are. Now she is um, a senior, and... She has had offers from three different schools in the last five days. So, so exciting. It's, we're excited because, uh, I mean, she deserves it, you guys. She, she, she deserves oh, she it. she has worked her tail off. She, she is so stinking And she's tough. fantastic. You never want to have to catch a ball she throws. Oh, my God. Or a ball she hits. No, yeah. just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Straight to the nursing home. I'm telling you, that kid oh, can oh hit the ball God. and throw the ball so dang hard. She about Ooh. broke Scott's elbow recently. <laughs> The line drive to straight to the elbow. But anyway, so, uh, but here's the thing. Because there was no season last year, nobody lost eligibility. And so college softball, college sports right now, especially spring sports, it is really hard to get recruited. And it's hard to find a team anyway. I will tell you what, it, it, it's very much who you know. And if you don't know anybody, good luck, you know. And so it's, it's a hard jam. But, you know, I worked hard for two years for my son to find a team. So I've already been down this route. And you buy a script. There's a subscription service that's kind of like uh, social media for recruiting. And it's expensive, but it's really, you got to do it. So I did that with Micah. I've done that with Mariana. And with her, uh, anyway, we've been working it. But it's just, I've been a little deflated and worried. Because what we're hearing from the baseball dads and from the softball people all is like, there's no, these teams just don't have any openings. Like they are overwhelmed with girls and yeah, because of that lack of eligibility loss last year anyway. And like in California, they didn't play last year and they're not playing this year either. Mm. And so there is a huge plethora of girls of older girls that still might want to play. And anyway, it's just made it really tough. And I've been really worried about, you know, God, I really have always felt like she'd find a team. But, yeah. you know, the thought of her not finding one just makes me sick inside, you know, Yeah. because oh, of yeah. her goals and because of her hard work. She so her whole plan, so she, yeah, she wants to get, you know, a, her associates in generals and go on for a political science bachelor's and then go on and get her law degree. And that's been her plan for a long time. And I'm telling you, she's going to be a fantastic lawyer. And I know oh this gosh. because she's she been will. practicing her skills on me for 18 years. <laughs> yep. and, sure. and I I can vouch. I will write a letter of recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. She's the best at arguing. Yeah. So I've anyway, heard. in the last few days, three different uh, junior colleges have reached out and are working hard to get her to come to them. So we have some visits planned. One of them is in California. It's scaring the crap out of her. It's a long ways from home. Yeah, uh, but two that are a little closer that actually have kids on their teams that we know, which oh, makes it feel a little bit safer. I don't know. I, I'm not going to choose for her. It'll be totally up to her where she goes. But usually when you bring, uh, you start attracting that energy and you get more and more. That's how it happened with Micah too. When he had one, then he had six, you know? So anyway, but that's exciting. That's actually like, that's my feather in my cap this week is that we've gotten to this point. That's exciting. Very exciting. Uh, I wanted to say, Jari asked if we'd ever covered the Menendez brothers. 
We Ooh. have not, but that's a very interesting thought. So, mm-hmm. Jerry, if you would just do us a favor, the way that we take case suggestions so that we can kind of keep them all organized, if you go to our website, truecrimeparanormalpodcast.com, it's the mm-hmm. it's running as a banner under our faces right now. And down at the bottom of the page, there is a form to fill out for a case suggestion. Would you just send us that? Then it will go on to our list and we'll remember because we it's hard to remember the stuff from the live streams. But that's a great idea. I think the Menendez brothers would be an interesting yeah, one to would. cover from our perspective. For sure it would. Yeah. Well, we have fun stuff because we do. a couple of weeks ago, we hit our 50,000 downloads uh, big goal on our podcast. and. We were running a giveaway, you know, a little contest for that reason over on Facebook. So we had given you guys an opportunity to come over and tell us what your favorite case was to date or favorite moment on the show was to date. Yeah. And many of you did. Oh, you guys uh, either, delivered. I really appreciated it. Oh, Lots man. Of yeah. Either on the Facebook page or in the group, you both did. And it was awesome. And so anyhow, we're going to share those because they're great. And then uh, we did draw earlier today and we let people know on the page who won. So we won't be calling your names out over the air because I would feel like that was not okay. But at least your last names. How's that? There you go. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong, the wrong post. Here we go. I was looking at someone's post who wanted to know if we thought Mark Means got his, uh, Oh, this was Cammie. She wanted to know if Means got his uh, schooling on a blue light special. Which, before we start, can we all just say, did y'all see the video yesterday of the attorney that accidentally had the uh, cat face filter on on the Zoom uh, court meeting? And the whole time, I'm like, how is this not Mark Means? How? Yeah. How? 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 I'm totally looking for that to happen from now until the end of time. Because please, oh my gosh, it was so funny at one point when he said, I am not a cat. I am I'm here, really... Judge. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a cat. <laughs> and the judge says, deadpan. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was hilarious. And the what cat has these shifty eyes. Oh, my God. It killed me. Yeah. Okay. So, some of the things you guys said. Chad Daybell's resting toad face. Oh, shall can... I demonstrate on the video? Please, please do. Yes. That's how he looks in every court hearing we've ever mm-hmm. seen him in. Mm-hmm. And he brought a matching lawyer. Yes, he did bring a matching lawyer. Yeah. Carter has a pretty uh-huh. good rescue face too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie's read of the Adnan Syed case. Oh, the Adnan Syed. Mm-hmm. The, the Delphi read, which I'm glad someone liked that <laughs> because a lot of people didn't, but that's fine. Well, Whatever. that case has had more downloads than any oh other gosh. episode. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there are a lot of very strong opinions about that case. Some oh, of you love yeah. it. Some of you hate it. So, yeah. That's it. So, thanks for saying that. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Susan Powell, Mara Murray, yes. Christy's Resting Toad Face. You got a lot of votes on that. I know. Um, it's pretty good. Oh, Nat said when I uh, told Mark means that Grammarly is $29.99 a month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, resting Toad Face. Uh, the very first episode. And that was the Dyatlov Pass episode. Yes. Uh, let's see. How do I pick just one? This person says, probably Celebrity Roulette. We haven't done one of those in a while. We had to rename them. 
because we YouTube did. didn't like us using dangerous words like rumors. No. <laughs> when we, we got flagged for that one saying that we were promoting dangerous activities by calling our show mm-hmm. Celebrity Death Roulette. I think if they had actually reviewed the actual episode, they would have recognized that, in fact, we did not recommend that anyone play roulette ever. Right. But somehow. No. Yeah. yeah. We got Beth, for that. Yeah. Beth likes it when we talk about what we made for dinner. Oh, well, good. Uh, oh, yep. Here's another vote for uh, Grammarly is twenty nine ninety nine. Oh, heck, if you can't afford it, I'll give you my password. I did say that. Yeah. yeah you did. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Adnan Syed. Elizabeth uh, Bathory. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That was a Mara cool. Marie and the What Happened to Bryce case. Oh, man. Uh, this person says she likes the chit chatting and oh, she liked it last week when we said we're fucking wholesome. That's what we are. <laughs> <laughs> we did say that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, talking about the pigs and Christie's cat and the antics that we suffer at the hands of our animals. Yes. <laughs> Which, by the way, my pig cried real tears today, one of them, because her dad hurt her feelings. Not kidding. Mm-hmm. Yep. I had to cuddle her on the couch in a blanket to make her feel better. That's what I'm living with. Wow. <laughs> and how did he hurt her feelings? He didn't give her a snack. Oh, my goodness. Yep. All right. Let's see. The updates on the Dallow Daybell Day case where there was that court appearance that had Mark Means complaining that everyone was being mean to him. You were so funny in how you described him. Mark Means uh, is the gift that keeps giving on you. That was the bail reduction hearing, which was an absolutely epic moment in judicial history, really. Like, I bet that judge tells those stories forever. <laughs> if there's, like, closed-door, like, judge meetings, I can't imagine. Yeah. I hope there is. Uh, someone who's still waiting for the cookbook. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Someday. Let's see. Susan Powell, Mark Means Grammarly, and Past Life Memories and Children. Oh, I love that one. Mm-hmm. Yes. You should explore that. Yes. And please keep up the great work in bringing awareness to the missing Indigenous women. Yes. And uh, oh, the unicorn headphones. Oh, my. All the pig stories. The Zodiac reading. Yeah, that was, whoa. That was a big one for sure. Okay, now I got to jump over to the other post. So let me do that really fast. I discovered scrolling through here that we really post on Facebook quite a bit, Mm -hmm. which is great. Yeah. Okay, sorry, almost there. I should have, I could have opened two browsers, but I did not do that. (laughs) Okay. The Indigenous Women episodes. Um, oh, when I was singing the singing bowl and my dog completely wigged out and ruined the zen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's happened and twice. That's, and it's been that's happened twice. Fantastic both times. Mm-hmm. Oh, he is so naughty. He's in my bedroom tonight because I just don't trust it. Yep. Good call. <laughs> the Zodiac reading. Let's see. Oh, this person said, I love that you have pigs and you had ham for Christmas. What did the pigs think? You want to know what? <laughs> Our pigs would be straight up cannibals if we would let them. And we won't. And we actually only eat ham and bacon. Other than that, we've gotten away. We've complete. we've most pork just, no, it doesn't seem right anymore. Probably none of it should, but ham is like a, yeah, like a holiday thing only. And then bacon we do eat because we're on keto and kind of have to, but yeah, there's definitely a, a weird disconnect for me there. 
But the pigs yeah. don't care. They'd eat the whole damn thing if you'd let them. I hate to say that, but it's true. Right. They, they yeah. wouldn't even notice. Yeah. Uh, the Jessica Mast episode. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Oh, the Indigenous women's epi- Women episode. Yes. Let's see. Jennifer Kess. Or Kessie. I say it wrong every time. It's Kess. Yeah. It is Kess. I want to say Kessie so bad. Okay. I do too, but that's why I looked it up on YouTube and got the pronunciation when we did it. Oh, the Instant Pot New Year's story when uh, Rhonda fell in the front yard and Christy <sighs> laughed so hard she peed her pants and Kara laughed so hard that she basically <laughs> dropped her Instant Pot to the ground slowly in the snow. <laughs> yeah. Fit. We have oh, fun. So good. <laughs> Paula said all of the Daybell debacle updates. <laughs> That's a perfect way. That's what we should change our uh we should change the playlist to Daybell debacle. Or maybe there should just be a specific se- session. Uh let's see. Oh, someone's new favorite phrase, a belligerent turd circus. Yes? Yes. <laughs> That's what we called that hearing where uh, the defense attorneys in the De Balvalo case were trying to get the prosecutor thrown off of the case. And yes. it was indeed a belligerent turd circus, oh, without a doubt. So much. Yes. So much. <laughs> oh my God. Completely insane. Yep. So there you go. And so there were four winners. You guys are getting merch from our merch store. And so we did let you know on Facebook. So make sure you send us your address and we'll get something out to you. So thanks for playing and thanks you guys for all of your support. We really appreciate it. It's so fun to go back and hear what you like. And, you know, Uh it's very motivating for us podcasters. It is. It is. Yeah. Well, and, you know, our families don't think we're funny. They think we're annoying. So it's nice that someone does. (laughs) Uh, they think we're funny sometimes the other day Marge said about her friend Brooke who I adore but she said Brooke is the funniest person I know (gasps) and I was like well pardon me she (laughs) said oh come on mom you're like the second funniest person I know wow thanks a lot neat (laughs) yeah so we had big news here yesterday so in case updates that's what we have for you because we had a huge thing happen here yesterday quite unexpectedly in in court mm-hmm. not the daybell case sorry if i've got you on pins and needles uh no this is brian drip so brian drip dripsa dripsa he murdered a girl uh named angie dodge 25 years ago in idaho falls idaho and he got away with it They arrested the wrong person. There was a lot of malfeasance on the part of the police, a lot of really poor uh, interrogation tactics. They basically tricked a kind of low IQ kid into admitting to a crime he didn't commit after like three days of straight up interrogation until this kid didn't know which way was up. Yeah. And he finally admitted to it, even though the DNA didn't match, nothing matched. His story didn't even match. So her mother, an incredible woman by the name of Carol Dodge, Carol knew that the kid that was uh, convicted for this crime didn't do it. She knew he didn't. And she worked tirelessly to get him released to the point that at one point he and his mother actually had a restraining order against Carol because she wouldn't leave them alone because Mm -hmm. she knew that he didn't do it. 
And she knew that whoever killed her daughter was actually still on the run. Yeah. And she wasn't going to put up with it. She just wasn't, you know? And so at any, and his name, uh, by the way, was Tap. Uh, Christopher. Chris, Christopher Tap. So anyhow, at one point here, a couple of years ago, just a couple of years ago, a guy got arrested for a crime. And in the interrogation, he wanted to make a deal because he said that somebody told him in jail or in prison that uh, he had raped and killed a girl and gotten away with it. And told them that this guy by the name of Drips had, isn't that weird, Chris Chris Tapp and then the guy who did his name is Drips. Anyway. I know it is kind of. It's weird to me. But anyway, so they stalk, stake out the Drips guy. And he lives in another part of the state now. And they watched him throw a cigarette out in the street. Yeah. Well, once you do that, your DNA is not yours anymore. Right. And so they went, Ray ran out in the street and grabbed a cigarette. They took it to Nano Labs, our same friends that just keep busting these cases wide open. And guess what? Yep. DNA for the win. So he got arrested and brought back here to Idaho Falls. And they've been in the process of trying to try him. But of course, uh, and they also exonerated Chris Tapp and let him set him free. Well, Chris Tapp had actually already been released from prison before they ever arrested him. That's right. What they did is they basically gave him time served and did not exonerate him because they didn't want to sue the city here where I live. That's right. Yes. The way they've done Chris Tapp so dirty. Yeah. Yeah. They've done him so dirty. So Chris Tapp is now currently actually, he is suing, uh, not the city, but suing individual detectives who, you know, they absolutely ruined his life. But anyway, so, so that's all happened. So because of COVID, it slowed things way down for the Drips case for Brian Drips. But, and here, oh, I don't know, about six months ago. His lawyer tried to get him reduced or released on bond or on some kind of house arrest because of COVID. Yeah. Because uh, he's in poor health and he's, he's not that old. He's like 55. He's 55. Yeah. Yeah. But because of COVID, it was a risk to his health and they should let him out. And the judge was like, hell to the no. Get COVID. We don't care. Mm-hmm. You're not going yeah. anywhere. You know, you already got to be free for 25 years for this crime. Yeah. Yeah. So then something very unexpected happened this week. So Christy, tell us all about it. Yeah. Okay. So there was a hearing yesterday because he decided to uh, do a change of plea and go Mm -hmm. from pleading not guilty and going to trial to pleading guilty. He pled guilty yesterday to a first degree murder and rape. The deal is, and he he will be sentenced in April, but the deal is that he will get 20 to life for this. Now, that really bothers me. You got to understand, okay, Idaho is a death penalty state. Mm -hmm. He is pleading guilty to first degree murder, which could be death penalty. So the deal here, I feel, is taking death penalty off the table. But he's only 55. It is, if they don't, if they only give him 20 years, he could get out. And I don't like that at all. But it's mm-hmm. sentencing is still up to the judge. Um, and so it will be a little bit of time before we know for sure 
what the exact sentence will be. But we're really grateful in this community that this man is finally behind bars. I want to tell you what he said, because, of course, he was asked to admit in court as a part of his uh, guilty plea what he'd done. And this is what he said. All I really know is I went over there with the intent to rape her. I was pretty high on cocaine and alcohol, Drips said. I had a pocket knife with me. I didn't mean to murder her. I guess it just happened when I was there. I remember the rape part. That's all I remember of that evening. Now, that, so Drips pled guilty when he was first arrested and then mm-hmm. tried to recant. And yeah. his story just changes all the time. And, and this story mm-hmm. is bullshit that he didn't remember killing her. He admitted yeah. all of it when he was first arrested. Yep. But the thing is, at least he's in custody. At least the right person is going to go away for this. Some mm-hmm. of the Dodge family were there. Angie's brother and nephew were there representing their family. And they were very relieved. Um, Mother mm-hmm. Carol, I'm sure, probably couldn't be there considering that she's elderly and uh, with COVID going around. But her mama yeah. has fought for justice for her for 25 years. 25 years. And is finally getting it. And is yep. finally getting it. It's really kind of a an, an emotional yep. experience to watch that hearing and read the articles and the interviews and stuff. We're talking, oh. Mari just came on, we're talking about the Ange Dodge murder, which is a local murder to us. And her yep. real killer pled guilty yesterday. Yep. So it, it truly is a relief. Mm-hmm. You know, he says he hasn't ever hurt anyone else since then. We don't know if that's true, but okay. now his DNA is in the system. And I'm going to bank is- on no, because he's done nothing but lie. No. You know, he's done right. nothing but lie. I just can't, I can't understand how we'd believe that. However, now Parabon Nanolabs has his DNA in their system. And so- right. Uh, if his DNA is implicated in any other crimes, hopefully they'll solve them. Right. That's my hope. And at least he's in prison. Yeah. This is a, a story that has gone on for so long in our community. It's really, it's a great moment for her family to finally feel like yeah, this person is going to be, you know, locked up and hopefully forever. I mean, I hope that the judge doesn't only give him 20 years. I mean, I am just, I'm a little concerned about that. I don't want to see yeah. this guy get out. He no. should not get out. He already got no. five years of his life after murdering, raping and murdering this person. Why should he get any? Well, and he pled to, to first degree rape and murder. How yeah. can that possibly, I, you know, I don't understand our justice system. Sometimes I don't understand decisions that are made. However, I'm going to just hold the, uh, energy really high that the judge, you know, holds him to as high of a standard as he possibly can. And that he never sees the light of day again. Yeah. That's, that's the hope. That's the hope that no one in this community ever has to worry about that fool again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do we feel like Angie's his only victim? Um, As far as murder, I do feel like Angie's his only victim. As far as rape. No, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Was it his also through familial DNA? Yes, there was some familial DNA that helped find him. As yes. There was the the guy in jail and some familial DNA that helped to track him down. Uh-huh. Yeah, yep. it, definitely. This familial DNA stuff is yep. phenomenal. It's winning and winning. Yep. Yeah, but I won't be surprised at all if other rapes get attributed to him over time. 
I believe so too. The thing is he left the state for a while and then left this part of the state permanently. Yeah. And so I don't really feel like we're going to see any more cases from around here pop up, but I do feel like we could see some cases from uh, mid to Eastern or sorry, mid to or central to uh, Northern Idaho pop up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very possible. Yep. So that's the tea on that one. We were very excited to see that. Yes. And it was another, you know, Zoom meeting and no one had a cat filter on at all. No, there were no cat filters. Yeah. Um, Actually, really nothing funny happened in that. It was a very somber hearing considering what was going on there. The judge did question him and question him and question him to make sure that he was doing this of his own volition because it is a very serious crime to plead guilty to. Yeah. And at least the state doesn't have to pay millions of dollars for his trial. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there it is. Well, I think we've covered all the ground we have to cover tonight. I think we have. So we did have, we've had three good cases, great cases, good cases. Who am I? Great cases great break cases. this week. <laughs> Make sure that you check those out. We'll be back tomorrow night, the same place, same time for uh, uh, the uh, psychic show. And mm-hmm. we're always excited to come back here for that. And of course, you never know if something else pops up. Last week, we ended up doing a quick pop-up shop because there was so much new stuff that happened in the Ballow case. And Mark Means was tearing it up on Twitter again. So (laughs) we had to bring that one to you. But (laughs) anyway, well, you guys, thank you so much for being here. And again, we'll be back tomorrow. And always for more information about us, check out True Crime Paranormal Podcast. You can find a way to get a reading from me or a reading from Christy. You can shop our merch store. You can suggest a case. All that good stuff is there. So, and of course, watch or listen to all our shows. Yeah. And of course, like subscribe, follow, share. We appreciate it all. And thanks you guys for all of your support. We appreciate you very much. We're really loving the community that we're building here. Really loving it. Yeah. All right. Have a good night. You've been listening to true crime paranormal with the psychic sisters. Take care. Bye guys. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.